Hello, and welcome to Mama Rosalind's place, a place where all are welcomed. So come on in, sit back, relax, and stay for a while. Each week, I will share with you a different story or two. These are my interpretations of some of my favorite stories. This week, I will be sharing with you How the Tiger Got His Stripes by Elsie Eels. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, so long ago that the tiger had no stripes on his back or his sides. Well, there was a tiger and he was a farmer. The farm was very much overgrown with underbush and he was looking for a workman to clear the ground for him to plant. The tiger called all the beasts in the forest together and he said to them as they assembled, I need a good workman to once to clear my farm of all this underbrush so that I may plant. To the one who will do this work, I offer an ox in payment. In fact, it is my most prized oxen. The monkey was the first one to step forward and apply for the position. The tiger tried him for a little while, but he was not a good workman at all. He did not work steadily enough to accomplish anything. The tiger dismissed him and did not pay him. Then the tiger hired the goat to do the work. The goat worked faithfully enough, but he didn't have the brains to do the work well. He would clear a little of the farm in one place, and then he would go away and work on another part of it. He never finished anything neatly. The tiger dismissed him, and he did not pay him. Next, the tiger tried the armadillo. The armadillo was very strong, and he did the work well. The trouble with him was that he had such an appetite. There were a great many ants all about the farm, and the armadillo could never pass by a sweet, tender, juicy ant without stopping to eat it. It was lunchtime all day with him. The tiger dismissed him, sent him away, and he did not pay him. At last, the rabbit applied for the position. The tiger looked at the rabbit up and down, and he, he laughed. Why, little rabbit, you're too small to do the work. The monkey, the goat, and the armadillo have all failed to give satisfactory work. Of course, a little beast like you will not fare any better. However, there were no other animals who applied for the position. <sighs> so the tiger sent for the rabbit and told him that he would give him a try, at least for a little while. The rabbit surprised the tiger. He worked faithfully and well, and soon he had cleared a large portion of the ground. The next day, he worked just as well. The tiger thought that he had been very lucky to hire the rabbit. But the tiger got tired of standing around watching the rabbit work. The rabbit seemed to know what to do. He didn't need any orders. So the tiger decided to go away on a hunting trip. He left his son to watch the rabbit. After the tiger had gone away, the rabbit said to the tiger's son, the ox which your father is going to give me is marked with a white spot on his left ear and another on his right side. Isn't it? Oh, no, replied the tiger's son. He's red all over, 
with just one tiny spot on his right ear. The rabbit worked for a little longer, and then he said, The ox which your father is going to give me is kept by the river, isn't it? Yes, replied the tiger's son. The rabbit had made a plan to go and get the ox without waiting to finish the work. Just as he started off, he saw the tiger returning. The tiger noticed that the rabbit had not worked as well when he was away. After that, he stayed and watched the rabbit until the whole farm was cleared. Then the tiger gave the rabbit just as he promised. You must kill the ox, he said to the rabbit, in a place where there are neither flies nor mosquitoes. The rabbit went away with the ox, and even though he thought the request was strange, he went to a great distance, far away from everyone else, where he thought he would kill the ox. He heard a cock crowing, <sighs> crowing in the distance, and he knew there must be a farm nearby. <sighs> there would be flies, of course. He went on further, and again he thought that he would kill the ox. The ground looked moist and damp, and so did the leaves on the bushes. Since the rabbit thought there would definitely be mosquitoes there, he did not kill the ox there. He went on and on and on, and finally he came to a high place where there was a strong breeze blowing. There are no mosquitoes here, he said to himself. This place is so far removed from anybody and everybody. I hope there are no flies either. He decided to kill the ox there, and just as he was ready to eat the ox, along came the tiger. Oh, rabbit, you have been such a good friend of mine, said the tiger. Now I am very, very hungry that all my ribs are showing. You can see them, can't you? Can't you see them sticking out? I'm oh, oh, so hungry, rabbit. Will you not be a good friend and give me a piece of your ox? The rabbit gave the tiger a piece of the ox. The tiger devoured it in the twinkling of an eye. Then he leaned back, looked at the rabbit and said, Is that all you are going to give me to eat? The tiger looked so big and so savage that the rabbit did not dare refuse to give him any more of the ox. The tiger ate and ate and ate and ate and ate until he had eaten the entire ox. <sighs> the rabbit had only had one tiny little piece. He was very, very angry at the tiger. One day, not long after this incident, the rabbit went to a place not far from the tiger's house and began cutting down big pieces of wood. The tiger soon came along and asked him what he was doing. I'm getting ready to build a stockade around myself, said the rabbit. Haven't you heard the orders? Everybody was told to do this. The tiger was worried. He hadn't heard any news, nothing about any orders. That is very strange, said the rabbit. 
The order has gone forth that every beast shall fortify himself by building a stockade around himself. All the beasts are doing it. The tiger became very alarmed. Oh dear, oh dear, what shall I do? He cried. I don't know how to build a stockade. I never could do it in this world. I don't know. Oh, rabbit, oh, kind rabbit. You have been such a good friend to me, such a very good friend. Couldn't you do me one small more favor? Because of our long friendship, of course. Could you please build a stockade around me before you build one around yourself? The rabbit replied that he could not think of risking his own life by building the tiger's fortification first. But he allowed the tiger to talk him into it and he began to build. The rabbit cut down great quantities of large, sharp sticks. He set them firmly in the ground about the tiger. He fastened them securely over the top until the tiger was completely shut in by the strong bars. Then he went away and he left the tiger. The tiger waited and waited for something to happen to show him the need for the fortifications. But nothing happened, nothing happened at all. The tiger became very hungry and very thirsty. And after a while, the monkey passed by. The tiger called out, Oh, monkey, has the danger passed? The monkey had no idea what danger the tiger was speaking of. But he said, uh, yes, yes. Then the tiger said, Oh, monkey, oh, good monkey, will you not please be so kind as to help me out of the stockade? Let the one who got you in there help you out, replied the monkey, and he went on his way. Along came the goat, and the tiger called out, Oh, goat, oh, goat, has the danger passed? The goat didn't know anything about any danger, but he just said, mm, Yes. Then the tiger said, oh goat, oh goat, oh goat, please be so kind as to help me out of my stockade. Let the one who got you in there help you out, replied the goat as he also went on his way. Along came the armadillo and the tiger called out, oh, say there armadillo, has the danger passed? The armadillo hadn't heard of any danger, but he replied, yes. It passed. Then the tiger said, Oh, armadillo. Oh, good, kind armadillo. Oh, my sweet friend armadillo. You have been such a good friend and neighbor. Please help me now get out of my stockade. Let the one who got you in there help you out, replied the armadillo as he went on his way. The tiger jumped and jumped with all his force at the top of the stockade, but he could not break through. He jumped and he jumped with all his might at the front side of the stockade, but he could not break through. He thought that never in the world would he be able to break out. He rested for a while, and as he rested, he thought, and he thought, oh, how bright the sun was shining outside. He thought what good hunting there must be in the jungle. He thought how cool the water was at the spring. Once more, 
With all his might, he jumped and he jumped on the backside of the stockade. And at last he broke through. But he did not get through without getting bad cuts on both his sides from the star sharp edges of the sticks. And until this day, the tiger still has stripes on both of his sides. The end. Well, my friends, I hope that you enjoyed our visit today. And I hope that you'll join me again next week for another story or two. If you would like to contact me, I can be reached at mamarosalins at gmail.com. That's M-A-M-A-R-O-S-L-Y-N-S at gmail.com. I would like to leave you with this. It is time for you to live your own life without worrying about the expectations of others. And as always, my friends, until next time, be blessed.